Howdy friend, welcome to Homegrown, I'm your host R.P. Smith. My trip to Texas went well, the folks in Alpine, Texas put on a terrific gathering. Every time I fly I wonder if it would not have been as simple to drive, but I would miss out on the conversation with folks on airplanes. There's something interesting about the camaraderie that develops when folks are thrown together, especially in adverse circumstances. Of course, things are usually not as adverse as folks make them out to be, but we tend to think we have it bad when we are not just where we want to be. I'm getting a little philosophical here. Some of the smarts must have rubbed off from the young student I visited with from El Paso to Denver. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, we've been trying to get caught up. The hay grinder was here on Wednesday, and we moved cows home on Thursday. I thought I'd get everyone used to me being back on the ranch with a couple of poems that were inspired close to home. I call this first one, Up, Up, and a Hay. The Custer County cattle are thin and tired and weak, while the Dawson County cattle are slick and fat and sleek. My only explanation why things seem to be this way is the timing of the days that Howards grind my hay. When I go out in the morning and the day is fairly quiet, I call Glenda the dispatcher to see if we can try it, and it never seems to fail and it always brings me sorrow. We'll be there first thing in the morning, one week from tomorrow. I have the loader fired up by dawn's first morning light. When Glenda gives my wife a call and says all is not right, the mechanic is on the job and they should be coming soon and if no more troubles crop up, they should be here at noon. So scrape the pile to the dirt and feed for one more day. Did I mention that we'll grind for your neighbors on the way? The neighbor's hay was grinding good instead of one hour he went too, because he heard on the radio that a front was coming through. The front and the grinder seem to arrive together. Clem pulls down his ear flaps due to the changing weather. The wind is really picking up. By now it's blowing sixty per, and my hay just seemed to disappear. Where it went, I was not sure. Until I was down in Dawson County, driving round the following day, I saw the cows lick each other just to pass the time away, and they were taking in nutrition, not displaying cow affection. My hay had gone airborne in a southerly direction. My first theory was conspiracy as I pondered on the plight, but I know both those Howard boys, and I know they're not that bright. But someone at the firm's a thinker, for thoughts they will not match her. Those well-fed cattle to the south belong to Glinda, the dispatcher. I'd like to do this next poem for my friend Sam in Stapleton. I call it Time on My Hands, Wind on My Foot. Riding north, wind to our back, we kept the hungry cows on track. The girls would spy each clump of grass and swipe a mouthful as they pass. Raised cowboy's voice and lariat's sting, or maybe an attempt to sing, soon did curve cow's appetite and stalled desire to take a bite. Heading west with a southerly breeze, the cows moved out as the cowboys freeze. On this winter ride, pursuing cow, when action slowed, it did allow a chance for the cold to penetrate, and this brought on a bitter debate among extremities of a chilled buckaroo, which I will try and relate to you. As the wind did blow over ice and snow, it focused its wrath on the south side toe, and the toes on the foot did tell its part how life in the wind was pretty hard. 
But this debate was not one-sided. The complaining toes were quickly chided that they really had it made because five other toes were trapped in the shade. The sunny-side toes soak sun by the hour and surely must feel its warming power. The side of the stirrup where you ride some wind protection it must provide. The horse puts out no solar rays and your complaining does amaze. We would gladly swap you, friends, said the shady-side foot to the one in the wind. The windy-side toes could see the sun, but at ten degrees it ain't much fun. They pleaded to brain in cowboy's head. Could he ride backwards now instead? To free them from agonizing plight, to change direction seemed only right. The herd's destination lay to the west, so brain refused Wendy Foote's request. Debate, it seemed, did drag for hours on wind chill factors and solar powers till the cowboy's brain could stand no more hit the road his voice did roar two feet now trudged through the snow leaving spur tracks as they go a word from knees did slow the debate complain if you must but carry your weight thanks for riding along this morning on homegrown i hope you can come back next time for another edition happy trails